hello hello black monday works tribe hello black monday works listeners what is up happy happy new year to you and yours i hope you had a safe one i hope you had a happy one i hope you celebrated that it was the end of 2020 we are in a brand new year several weeks into it and yes it's been insane and crazy and rocky you know not not out of the you know not out of the uh you know how do you say it yeah regardless we can see the you know you can see the light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) um or at least i hope you can yes i hope we can see the light at the end of the tunnel better than ever and like i said guys we're in a new year so you know i don't want to do the cliche you know new year new new mindset new goals new whatever but truly it's 2021 but the point being guys seriously um i hope that you all are well um thank you so much for trucking along with the podcast trucking along with me and uh let's just go ahead and jump in um so you know i i really don't have a set i guess what i'm trying to say is i really don't have a set um thing in mind in terms of what i wanted this episode to be about you know um as i continue to work with the podcast and as i continue to retool it um you know you guys can certainly expect more consistency and just um still more of the same format but you know as the podcast grows and as we grow um and as you guys as my listeners grow you know of course i want um everything to continue to grow on this end so that we can continue to service you guys so that we can continue to promote that mindfulness and um hope and faith and belief in the things that we need to sustain us and get us through um the days of our lives so i chose avengers endgame for for several reasons i didn't see endgame when it first came out of release in theaters honestly and truthfully it was because i was still (laughs) reeling from the impact of infinity war and i am a huge huge nerd like i hope uh some of you are or the rest of you are or all of us and you know i'm sure you guys can tell um and so you know things avengers lord of the rings game of thrones harry potter all that you know matters to me and really sits with me and i i didn't just want to rush in the end game after infinity war i really wanted um to just yeah kind of process everything that's kind of the one of the most amazing things about you know these fantasy sci-fi works and really any creative work is how lifelike and how real that you know, those type of works can feel, um, you know, physically grieving, physically mourning, physically going through the lost. Um, you know, if you're like me and you followed pretty much, you know, the Marvel saga, um, at least up until this phase before the start of this current phase five, you know, we've been with these characters and we've seen their ups and downs and we've seen their triumphs. And when they had victories, we had victories. And when, you know, we had losses, when they had losses, we had losses. I mean, I remember being in the theater to see Infinity War. I saw it 10 million times, like I'm sure everybody else did. And just being around all these audiences and, and noting everybody's reaction. It was one of the, by far, one of the best uh, audience theater, you know, interactions that I've had in a, in a very long time. I can't remember the gasp, you know, when T'Challa and Spider-Man and Quill and, you know, 
and Bucky and just the audible gasp and kind of the terror and the horror that we all felt as we saw them get poofed away and the, you know, the chills that, that you know, and the hair that stood up on the back of our necks when Thanos, you know, arrived to Earth. And then you, you see Tony Stark desolate pretty much by himself with the exception of Nebula feels, you know, defeated. So to go through that entire journey, Infinity War was so amazingly good, honestly. I mean, to be honest, I probably could have stopped there. <laughs> Again, me being the fan and me wanting to know and catch up and really see how Marvel Studios intended for Phase 4 to end. Of course, I had to see Endgame. And so as I watched Endgame, really, the only thing that really... Okay, I shouldn't say the only thing. Several things came to mind. But the main thing that spoke to me about Endgame that I was shocked, um, and hence is why we're talking about it here on the podcast, is how true it was to the 2020 experience. And, you know, no, I'm not like trying to be trivial and you know yes i mean 2020 as an as a year the coronavirus the loss that we suffered the the disappointments the craziness i'm not trying to reduce it all to a movie no but what i'm saying is is that symbolically and and metaphorically the watching the avengers go through and really experience the original Avengers really experience that just loss and and you knew it was coming but you didn't see it coming and they you know knew that they had stopped Thanos but it didn't do what it was that they hoped to accomplish and just in actuality the dusting like the actual snap the actual dusting of of everybody around them, of their loved ones, of of half of life on the entire planet. I mean, that opening shot when you have Clint who is with his family and, you know, they're minding their own business, setting up for a picnic, just life is serene and peaceful as it can be. And then the camera, which, oh my gosh, stunning cinematography in Endgame, by the way, stunning. Um, but the camera pans back and, you know, you see his daughter, Lila, poof into dust and then he turns around and his whole entire family is gone I mean to a to an extent that type of trauma is something that we all have experienced and all encountered in 2020 in some way and and I hope that it was not a physical loss for every single one of us but in and believe me I'm sure each and every single last one of us experienced um a a huge disappointment a huge setback um and just you know like in the movie seriously literally it's like somebody (laughs) like some just snapped their fingers and and that was it um and not only did we lose a, a a sizable amount of our population and then you know you have to be stuck inside. There's no interaction with anybody. If you do try to interact with somebody, you know, it was pretty much illegal last year, socially distant. You know, I mean, it was all of these protocols, all of these things being put into place and growing up and being in an era where fantasy and sci-fi is such a big part of our experience and is a huge connector for us. That as a whole was something that I was not expecting. And I'm sure Marvel Studios wasn't expecting nor planned that they would make a film that could be akin that you could speak about in the same breath of what the losses and what the impact of 
2020 felt like and how we all experienced that. So with that being said, I chose the clip of the infamous clip, which if you haven't seen Endgame, I, you know, spoiler alert, I guess, but um, this is the infamous clip of when Captain America has Thor's hammer. Oh my gosh, I literally like, I think I fell out of my seat. I fell out of my seat numerous times and sobbed uncontrollably numerous times watching Endgame, but I literally catapulted out of my seat when Cap got the hammer and you just see Thor cheering him on and I'm cheering him on and I'm screaming. I mean, cause it was like a part of me that kind of knew it maybe would happen, but to just see it physically happen. Oh my gosh. But anyway, so I chose that clip. Um, he has the hammer him, Iron Man, Thor also another stunning shot insane cinematography. That shot gave me chills when you see the big three walking and they're getting ready to confront and combat. Thanos, um, the top villain of all time. They pretty much have been dispersed. Thanos is still ridiculously strong. And then you just hear uh, Sam basically come in. Oh my gosh. And then like these portals open up and everybody is back and everybody is here ready to fight with Captain America. So that's the clip that I am going to tune us into. It's going to help usher us through for the rest of this episode. So check this out. Get ready to cheer on as hard as I did. And I'll be back. Honestly, I, the words, I don't even have the words to explain seriously, just what I felt like, like the, just my entire heart, like my heart could not take it. I was yelling at my screen pretty much for this entire battle because it was so epic. I mean, honestly, seriously, I, I remember feeling like this where the final battle with Harry Potter and Hogwarts against Voldemort, 
I certainly remember feeling like this for the Lord of the Rings battle, um, as well as the final Hobbit battle, the battle of the five armies. I mean, but oh, everybody loves an epic, epic battle scene. And I mean, this one that Marvel gave us for Endgame will stand the test of time. I mean, it was just every single where you looked and turned, you're seeing these people, you're seeing this character, this and just to see this entire universe come together in that way and just completely demolish Thanos and and his cronies uh I mean oh my goodness seriously uh I'll cry just thinking about it but I chose that clip for um a couple of reasons number one because I think it is important guys that while you know the fact that it's 2021 that doesn't mean that we're going to just rip, you know, that you rip off the bandaid and now all of a sudden, you know, 2020 never happened or everything is perfect, but it's, it's not about that. What it is about is you're still here. How it is that we soldier on in this new year. Um, you know, of course, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the jokes or the memes like me where everybody's like, I'm not making a new year resolution. My new year resolution for 2021 is to stay alive. And I think that is, honestly, all jokes aside, I think that is warranted and valid and actually very much so true because, again, as I said, we're not, you know, we're not necessarily out of the weeds. We're not out of the woods yet. I mean, you, as much as we do wish on the flip side that we could take that Infinity Stones and snap away 2020, there is no snapping away 2020. 2020 happened it it was here less than of uh, three weeks ago um and while none of us want to remember it none of us want to encounter it or live it one of the main ways that we do move forward and we soldier on together as a collective is that we do think back to what it was that we learned and experienced in 2020 and grow upon it and go forward so that we can live but not just live to survive, but like, so that we can seriously thrive. And I don't want to necessarily say get back to normal. Um, because I think this is a new normal. Um, that's partly good. Um, and certainly bad, you know, I think that restoring the way that we as people interact with each other, restoring the way that we interact in public spaces, restoring the way that we interact within our own spaces coronavirus has not completely gone away um there still doesn't seem to be much information in regards to how this virus even really works now there are new strains of it which are more easily catchable but less deadly however we are still losing people trying to figure out what the status of the vaccine is like it's all of this still up in the air and you know uh, it can't even begin to try and discuss our mental state, but it was so important to see Captain America and like Thor and Iron Man and everybody on the other side, the positive side of Marvel coming together, working together and striving together to not only be victorious, but I think that was a, it was a great way of restoring a type of balance you know, you know, and by balance, I mean, it was important to see people fight back. It was important to, you know, and again, and that's something that we take for granted, right? That's something that we, 
have been conditioned to take for granted. The good guys always win. The good guys always come back and fight back. You know, everything's going to be okay. Um, X, Y, and Z. And again, what I appreciate about Marvel Studios with Infinity War and Endgame is that that wasn't necessarily the case. I mean, in the beginning of the film, I have to say, I was honestly quite shocked that they were able to eliminate Thanos that quick. I was not expecting that within, what was it, the 15, first 15, 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes of the film, Captain Marvel being the insane, insane woman that she is, so freaking powerful, she's so freaking awesome, comes through, bursts through, Thor cuts Thanos' heads off, the stones themselves are destroyed. I mean, it's like, and then you get the five years later, and so what you see and what and what Marvel allowed us to see five years later was how everybody is operating in this new normal and how people were trying to go about making the best of their lives. You have Captain America that's running the supporters group, you know, and yes, you still have Black Widow that is trying to hold pieces together on her end. So that that was incredibly important to see because I feel like, y'all, that's what we're all doing what you have is us at the end of the snap where we have now been thrust into this really weird what feels like alternate reality but it is our reality and how are we moving in that and i'm sure that there are a lot of us that still have hard days i certainly still have had hard days you know it certainly hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows since the new year you start to see how everybody's piecing things together and you know yes they use the the time element and as I was mentioning earlier I'm sure a lot of us wish that we could go back in time and completely eradicate 2020 from ever happening jump back into 2021 um but even that in itself would be incredibly messy um and you know you it when it would still certainly affect our our reality today. I mean, even if you were able to do so as what happened per Clint and, um, the black widow, which, oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. Like spoiler alert again, if you haven't seen it, but that was the one thing I will say that I didn't quite appreciate. I really didn't appreciate them killing off black widow. That's kind of like my only real gripe with the film. I mean, yes. Um, Iron Man broke my heart. Captain America, happy for him, but also broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, Black Widow, that one, that, that, that was tough. That was tough, Marvel, Disney. Like, that, that didn't sit too well with me. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. The point is, is that when they all set off to go on this mission and they all set off to go off on their time jumps and their time travels, nobody could have foresaw for, for that Nat Black Widow would not make it back. But her sacrifice is what produced the soul stone that enabled everybody to be able to, you see what I'm saying? So I guess in a nutshell, I wanted to, to, I wanted to pick this clip because I feel like as we continue to go about going on about our daily lives, trying to operate within this weird new normal, it's important to still I don't want to necessarily say have hope, but it is important to still hold on to something else in terms of an anchor, to hold on to your beliefs, to hold on to your faith and to not let go of that. Because I feel like that is what allows us to be able to get up and really move on and not just giving up, not just 
you know, throwing your hands up in the air and saying it's all over. You know what I mean? I mean, even when you see Cap and he's, um, and again, this is at the beginning of the film, but when Cap says this has to work because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't like that, that pit that sits in your stomach, that pit that still sits in all of our stomachs, even though we are three, three and a half, four weeks into a new year is very much real. It's very important to see. And very important to know that we are not alone. Like, you are not alone. We all have experience going through the dusting or the snap or, you know, what have you. We aren't alone. We are by ourselves. And if as we continue to do our parts, even as how you continue to function in, in your daily lives, knowing that that is what's going to help the world keep spinning. That is what's going to help us continue to feel like, okay, we can do this. Like I can do this. That's what's going to help usher the world forward. All of us coming together, doing our part and just staying alive in 2020, literally staying alive in 2021, the best way that you can, the way that you know how is us coming together as a collective and is us, assembling as a whole and by each of us doing our daily parts by each of us going on about our daily lives it will help usher us forward and move us forward back to a semblance of I can do this back to a semblance of yes this won't defeat me back to a back to being victorious important to see that the fight is still alive it's important to see that the fight is still on and I know some of us are like well you know and at this point I don't even know what I'm fighting for because I've suffered this much loss I've 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 keep falling into disappointment I keep falling into despair life keeps knocking me down so you know what honestly I'm not sure what I'm fighting for a hundred percent understand that a hundred percent understand that and in no way shape or form am I negating that but what I'm saying is, is that even if you can't fight know that others are fighting know that we are fighting for you because it's important for you to stay alive it's important for you to be here the world needs you every single one of us has our part to play and continuing to move forward and continuing to usher us forward we may never see each other we may never meet each other in our lifetimes and that's okay but the point is is that by us having the mindset of a symbol by us leading by us soldiering forward that's how new things begin to form that's how new positive things begin to form that's how your mindset changes that's how we start looking at obstacles different that's how we start seeing you know I'm not gonna let this take me down I'm not gonna let this break me this isn't gonna break me I survived that I made it through that and yes it almost killed me but I made it through and I'm still here and so how am I going to take this now? How am I going to take this new challenge now? How am I going to take this new attack now? Because I got through it and I'm still here. So that must mean that there is something for me to do. It was amazing to see how they were able to take all of these characters, each with their own nuances, everybody doing their own things, guys. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like everybody in the, in the entire of the Marvel universe, each section, each factor, you had Iron Man in the suits and war machine. And you had, um, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's character that came through and slay. Do you hear me? 
slayed in her suit. And I hadn't seen Iron Man 3 in like forever. So I, I completely forgot that Pepper uh, even had that, that Pepper even bossed up like that. Like you have her in his collective. You have Thor and the Valkyrie with the gorgeous Tessa Thompson again coming through slaying like a queen on that horse. You have Doctor Strange and the mystic arts. Are you kidding me? Like literally almost passed out. But you have to think everybody within this universe was operating and doing what and you have somebody that was in the mystic arts that was like, I'm just moving around and doing this stuff with my hands. Is this ever going to, you know, come into a better part? And then you had the Wakandans. I mean, seriously, big ups to Marvel for having um, T'Challa, Shuri, and Okoye be the first ones coming through that portal. His is the first face that you see. Like, literally, when I say left out of my seat crying because it was like, yes, they, like, we like we are here. Like, they're here, Cap, and you're not alone, and you're not by yourself. Tony, you don't have to shoulder this weight anymore by yourself. Thor, look at all of Thor's losses. I mean, and again, you get a grand scope of it in Infinity War, but I love what they did with Thor. I mean, I do. I mean, yeah, it was hilarious to see Big Lebowski Thor but it's like, yes, because at the end of the day, going through something like that, going through something where you've lost half of the entire population, it changes you. What we went through in 2020, it changes you. It changes us and changes phys physically, mentally, spiritually, holistically, all the illilies. 2020 changed it all. What my hope and my prayer and my vision for 2021 is getting back to a restorative balance that works for us, for who you are individually, for your family, for your loved ones, for your friends, getting back to a restorative balance, thinking what it is that we learned in 2020 and saying, how do I now operate in the spaces that I'm in now? How do I operate in the changes that I'm in now? How do I go about doing this so that I can move forward? We cannot afford to be stuck in 2020. Okay, we can't afford to be stuck in wherever they went when everybody was dusted. You can't. We have to come back. Like, we have to come back and we have to soldier on and, and we have to move forward. And like I said, I think that begins on an individual level of how you operate in, in, in our lives. And I feel like as long as we continue to do that positively, not negatively, not trying to hurt anybody. We're not trying to bring further harm, further pain, further negativity. It's how are you deciding to move forward? How are we all deciding to move forward within our own individual lives that I believe will be the steps, will lay the foundation of how we get to a restorative balance. So, um, so I really, really hope you guys enjoyed, um, the episode today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I hope you all have a great rest of your Monday. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I definitely, I'll catch you next time.